0: garage guy welcome to garage guy report tour 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 It's the garage guys report bwb episode 11 a beautiful time a beautiful place a bittersweet time we all know that the nascar season has ended it's a little sad congratulations joseph congratulations ty gibbs congratulations zane smith Made a lot of cheddar with that Zane Smith boy uh, up on Friday night. Also, one of the most electric post races there was. Mainly because they said fuck like six times. And Zane was just like, I love this shit, man. So, you know, anytime you have a driver and a team that just don't give a shit when they win and it's raw emotion, I'm about that life. Truck Series seems to be the place for that. And for that... I love trucks we love truck night in america we all know dale tanhart the truck god big truck boy Uh, i made my first truck card for that race and it was great and i hope you enjoyed it we uh we we profited on the championship weekend after losing the noah gregson bet which was unfortunate but okay and then of course on sunday i was just kind of like you know up in the air i'm gonna go for the longest shot went for old ross chastain but couldn't quite get it done there uh wasn't a wall to ride and that's okay because he tried his best but joey logano won and that's just how it goes he was the first winner of 2022 and he was the last winner of 2022 if only he looked a little more like this joseph l just just try it out joey Try Joseph L. one time for the world, for America, for all of us. Try it. Again, if you want this, GarageGuysFantasySports.com, make an account. GGNFT number 11, BWB exclusive. It's here, one of one, by the way. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it. We have a pretty packed report, as always, and we got to kick it off with award winning BWB voicemails that have come in the the bwb gold pack has called in this week and spoken we've got five voicemails uh for you watching this show and a big shout out to the gold pack for calling in so i'm not going to waste any more time let's go ahead and dive right in to it again the number to call 504 512-4997 we're in the off season you can call this number any day of the week now okay if you want it to be on next week's show, try to get it to me by every Wednesday, I would say. As long as you get to me by Wednesday, I'm pretty much going to get it in on the next episode. If you don't get it to me by Wednesday, if it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, I'll try to get it on the next one. But, I mean, just go ape shit, Ask away. Talk about other forms of motorsports. Talk about sports in general. We're going to be doing a lot of live streams this offseason on playback.tv slash Guys. You know, Tri-Dog Par Laserback, 69 with Dale. It's returning. All right, so ask away. It's going to be a fun time this offseason. We're going to have a good time. That's what we do. That's how we do it. All right, so no more fucking around. Let's go ahead and get to these voicemails. And I have to start it off with Discord Trevor because he is the, the one of the only Joey Logano fans in the Garage Guys Discord, in the Garage Fam So we'll just let him kick it off for us this week. This is Discord Trevor. Let's hear what he had to say.
1: What's up, y'all? Discord Trevor calling. I just wanted to say I'm pretty sad that the season's over now. But what a hell of a way to end it with a Legato championship. kept saying it all year, 22 and 22, and it happened. So that's pretty fucking cool. Hopefully he can run it back next year. If not, could it be
2: the 23 and 23?
0: That would be pretty fucking wild. Yeah, that'd be pretty wild. I completely forgot that that was even a thing. And I will say that that was something that Discord Trevor said quite a few times. The 22 and 22. Numbers. Chase math. Maybe chase math is rubbed off and it's now just garage math. Um... But the 23 and 23 would be pretty wild to see Bubba Wallace win a championship. I'm not going to rule it out. But if we're going by garage math, chase math, whatever you want to call it, Discord Trevor math, I mean, shakes out. I don't think Einstein would disagree. But I do appreciate you calling in, uh, Discord Trevor. Thank you for calling. And uh, congratulations on your victory. Uh, Let's go to the next caller. We're going to go ahead and bring in old... Oh Brady from Mississippi, let's see what Brady had for us.
2: What's up, garage guys? Chase, this is Brady from Mississippi calling again. Yeah, kind of disappointed in uh, in the championship race. wasn't really all that exciting. Should have known Joey Logano was going to win. King of short ovals, short flat ovals this year. You know, winning that first race in Los Angeles in Gateway. Probably should have seen that coming. I uh, bet Discord Trevor is having a blast right now. Yeah, um disappointed in uh, Christopher Bell. You know, bad pits up at the end. Really was running Lugano down. Thought he was going to, thought he had it in the bag. Oh, well, as always, I don't know. He's probably going to race for 10, 15, 20 years. Kids young. See what he can do in his career. I saw Dale post something on Twitter today that I really liked. He said, watch out for Denny Hamlin. For next year's Daytona 500. The thing about this NASCAR swag, daddy, okay, is that he's older. All right, I feel that the reason it wasn't that, as good as he has been in past years as in this season is because he's not used to this this car. You know, all these all these young bucks can can get used to these cars real quick. Sequential shifting. I think that's what made him miss the shift, if I'm not mistaken lost the first Las Vegas race. But I think Denny Hamlin is coming back with force uh next year. I think he's going to be someone we all should be keeping our eye out on. And one last thing, one last thing. It, it just seems weird to me that Logano won the championship. I just feel like no one talked about him, like, all season long. Like, I just kind of feel like this is, like, all out of nowhere. Um, I mean, yeah, like, he ran up top in most some of the races. Um but just you know, when I think of people who did good this year, you know, I automatically think of of like, you know, someone like Chase Elliott, someone who's always in the media. You always see what's going on with him. It just feels a little anticlimactic with uh Logano winning the championship. Anyway, that's all I wanted to see. Uh really enjoyed the season this year, looking forward to next year. And thanks for taking my call. Talk to you later. See you.
0: Thank you for calling, Brady. Yeah, I want to go ahead and jump right into that. That was a lot. You had a couple of segmented things there. First thing I'm going to talk about is why it just seemed like nobody gave a shit that Joey Logano won this race. Um, It's because he's not really marketable. Uh, Chase Elliott, he is uh, the most popular driver. He's a young guy, uh, a decent-looking guy, uh, drives number nine for Hendrick. Uh, His dad was an all-time NASCAR Hall of Fame champion of life. Uh, there's a, there's a lot with Chase Elliott, you know, a lot of people like Chase Elliott because of that, you know, Bill's boy, you know, everybody knows Bill's boy, everybody knows Joey Logano too, but nobody really gives a shit. Um, and that's just because he's just, he's a guy that can drive good. I mean, the thing that gets me the most is there's no swag there. Man has zero swag. He's just kind of pasty and he does his thing. Maybe if he'd be a little more like Joseph fell, things would be different. But anybody that goes to an NBA game after they win a championship and sits on the sideline like they're getting ready to go to a luncheon or a casual Friday business meeting, it's kind of a fucking sign that that person probably uh, isn't very, you know, admired in life. I mean, man could have at least put on like a cool t-shirt, maybe a Hot Wheels t-shirt. That's one of his sponsors. A jacket. No, no. He's just going to the seminar. He, was, he thought he was going to a seminar. So he wore a button down from J.C. Penney's to a fucking NBA game. No swag there. No surprise. Hope that answered your question on that one, Brady. Yeah. Uh, other than that, the Denny Hamlin comment, I don't think it's that out of the ordinary to think that he'll win the Daytona 500. Um, I did see that tweet that Dale put out. I just don't think it's that crazy. I mean, the man is good at winning races at Daytona. And Toyota's going to have an entire offseason to figure their shit out. He's also the new crowned leader, I guess you would say, at JGR. He is the old guy, the veteran. You're commenting about the cars. you know, Are you saying old people can't drive? Because a lot of people say that in the world. Um, kind of true. Sometimes they might forget where they are. I don't really necessarily think that that's the case for these guys. Um, but yeah, there was a little, you know, curve. I mean, Ryan Blaney had an issue shifting as well. Some people might say that he's an old soul, uh, you know, give or take, you know, you know, to each their own, put it that way. But yeah, I don't think it's that far fetched. I think Denny can win. I think, you know, anybody can win. It's a restrictor plate race. So sorry to kind of be a sarcastic asshole there, but, um, yeah, yeah, it's kind of anybody's race, but Denny for sure. He'll probably be a favorite. Thank you for calling, Brady. I appreciate you all season. I love your insight. Thank you for all the calls. We appreciate it. Next caller we're going to go to is going to be our guy Matt from Nashville, a.k.a. Matt Dumpster from the Discord.
3: guys. it's Matt from Nashville calling you again, a.k.a. Matt Dumpster from the Discord. Mine's a little bit more clear today um coming off of a very exciting championship weekend um i just gotta say man i've probably been touched on quite a bit in the show if not great but that truck race might have been one of the best races all year i mean between the finish what was at stake uh couldn't be happier for my guy jane smith maybe had to do something to get in the bag a little bit on that race who knows but um Overall, man, just wanna make a comment. Love the live streams this year. I hope you guys can do that next year. Uh eighty seven days until the clash. It's gonna be a long eighty seven days, but the boys got some off season plans to go see some dirt racing, some local racing. So wanna see uh ask you what's your plan for the off season? Are you gonna do any non NASCAR, non Formula One racing in your cars, or you just gonna enjoy your time off? But I'll hang up and listen, man. Love the show. Shout out to the garage fans and everyone else.
0: Thank you for calling in, Matt. Fucking man. And I, I'm just gonna go ahead. He was talking about Zane Smith might have won a little money on that. Check out this video from Matt uh, winning uh, big. He had a, he had his own celebration video. He was one of the guys that tailed the uh, the Zane Smith. Uh, I think it was one unit to win eight units or two units to win eight units. Check this out. Five, four, three, two, one. That's energy. That's fucking energy. Shout out to Matt man himself. Everybody kind of got a little glimpse of Matt there. I just saw that video and and I had to show it off, but yeah, man, no perfect timing. You introduced the truck race. Hell of a fucking race. I think we've, we say it all the time. I know Dale says it trucks better than F1 confirmed. And it just kind of goes in week in and week out. We got Craftsman returning in 2023. The truck series has quickly become one of my favorite, uh, I guess you would say series inside of NASCAR. I love it. I love everything there is about it. It's just kind of like the closest thing to grassroots that we have. And there's just something about a truck racing on an asphalt track where all these other guys are racing. Some of the personalities in the truck series, they're kind of fresh and new, but they're raw and they're developing. We saw that with Zane. And then you look at the the last lap, man. Oh my God. What a fucking run that was, dude. Like where Zane got that win. It was the closest finish out of all of them. I'll say that. Um, Ty Majeski tried his best. Hell of a season for him. Ben Rhodes got a little caught up there towards the end. Chandler Smith just couldn't quite close the door. But all in all, Truck race, fucking slamming. Loved it. It was a great time. And uh, plans for the offseason? Who knows? We'll be talking about motorsports, maybe some other stuff, and maybe even out on the road. I don't know yet, but I appreciate you calling Matt. Our next caller needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. It's, uh, it's our guy, uh, the good man himself, Curtis McDuffie, uh, one of the BWB... Uh, award-winning caller favorites out here in the uh, the BWB Garage Guy universe. Let's hear what Curtis had to say about the weekend last weekend.
1: Yes, hello, Garage Guy. How's it going? It's Curtis uh, here. I'm calling. I'm calling y'all again. I'm I'm calling y'all. Uh, I finished watching up that the dang race on uh, Sunday watching dang uh, Joe Lugano win that dang championship. And I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, damn, damn races that I've been falling asleep them through the whole thing, I, I didn't have, if I didn't have me, me, me my whiskey glass next to me, I don't think I'd be watching that race. That think thing that put me to stay asleep. And I seen Joey Logano win the damn championship I'll tell you what. Uh I I I thought that uh Chesting done done do the uh mill and the thing, dude. I'll tell you what, I think that next quarter, day sat him down, they said, Dang, son, you ain't doing that again. You ain't doing that no more. And they said, No more of that, Mr. Millen they said sit down you're going to race like a normal normal good boy melon and then ever since then now he's not going to do it no more i'm telling you what that's about it uh garage Guy. thank you
0: <laughs> good boy melon i love you curtis i appreciate you calling it. i appreciate your thoughts on this race um and 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 i'm sorry it almost put you to sleep you're, you're probably not alone there were a lot of folks out there that felt the same um let's go to our last caller <clears throat> uh another bwb gold pack caller it's uh super nascar fan andrew hello chase super nascar fan andrew here again
4: from michigan I'm, I'm sorry, a little late, just got done with uh, work. But um, what I noticed is somebody uh, kept track of the teams that didn't make the playoffs and, would, and did a playoff format for them. And the championship four that got to the f- finale was Eric Jones, Martin Shureks, Jr. Um, Brad Krasowski missed it by a point because he because of the disqualification. At Martinsville. Armour got that spot, and then I forget who the the last guy is. Actually, it was Chris Buescher. But Martin Truex loves to lose. In the final 10 laps, Eric Jones beat him by one spot to claim that championship. Truex loves to lose. That's all I got to say. Talk to you later. Bye, Chase.
0: Appreciate the call, Andrew. Yes, you're absolutely right. Truex does love to lose. He also lost his Xfinity uh, internet subscription. Here's a text message. Yeah, as far as what you're saying um, about the point stuff, I don't understand it. I I don't, I I mean, I, I think I do understand it. I just don't really entertain it a lot because there's so many of these like brackets of what if coulda shoulda woulda been there's so much math and i fucking hate math man i don't want to do all that like i would pay somebody to do all that for me so i'm glad you like that stuff because you get to tell me about that and you get to tell everybody else in the garage fam about that because i am interested when you tell us about it uh one that you did share that i do want to talk about here though that i think is important to note that there is a twitter account that does the winston cup series point standings and so throughout the whole season they'll just literally be doing points like we're in the winston cup era and in that alternate reality in that universe congratulations to chase elliott bill's boy on winning the 2022 winston cup series championship so yeah chase won that i'm going to choose that one i'm going to choose the winston cup series point format i don't care if it's boring i'm going to go that route all right that's the route i'm going to take i want to know what the 2022 bush series championship looked like i want to know who won that one so if anybody out there likes math big excel guys and girls want to take the time to calculate the 2022 bush series points championship do that i want to see who won that because if noah won that which i'm pretty sure he would have and then chase wins winston cup that's my universe dude we catch the the garage guy caesar parlay from last week you know that's the universe that i'm gonna choose it's 2022 we can identify with things i identify with winston cup standings and Bush series standings and super truck series standings in 2022. That's me. That's who I am. I'm that guy. So whoever does the Winston cup series standings, if you're watching this, I salute you. You're a gold pack person, whether you know it or not. Thank you. And next season on BWB, I'm going to keep up with that shit every week for you. So Whoever that is that runs that account, if you know them, tell them they need to get in contact with me ASAP because we got graphics to create. Uh, But that is all of the BWB voicemails for episode 11. Shout out to all of the guys that called the BWB gold pack, if you will. The award-winning callers. Very appreciative. Very thankful. And it ain't over. 504 512-4997. Keep those calls coming. Again, remember the number is 504-512-4997. Not hard, just a phone number. And you can call literally any time now, okay? So shout out to everybody in the squad. The Gold Pack. Shout out to the Gold Pack for making the calls this week, championship week for NASCAR. We appreciate you and everybody listening as well. You know what? Congratulations. This is on Garage Guys NASCAR podcast now because I just said so. I want more people to hear the voicemails. I think that it's going to be very essential in the off season. So I just appreciate all those guys and girls that are calling in week in and week out. Shout out to you. 504-512-4997. So now we got voicemails out the way. Let's go ahead and dive a little deeper into the report. So we're going to go ahead and get into some stories now. Uh, we'll start with a big story, okay? Uh, the other day, uh, my son, he's been, he's been heavy into these, uh, him and these kids in his, in his first grade class are big into making bracelets. So my child made me a, uh, a Mardi Gras. Rubber band bracelet. It's probably one of the sickest bracelets I've ever had made by a child in my entire life. So a uh, child-made uh, bracelet from my son. It's Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras Mambo. Mardi Gras season. If you're not from Louisiana, the New Orleans area, uh, Mobile, St. Louis, which they, they kind of half-ass. They don't really count. New Orleans is Mardi Gras, and everyone knows it. Uh, it's my literally probably my favorite holiday of the year uh, and because it, it just lasts for like months, So, I mean, what more could you want? You have the Tuesday. You know, you have Fat Tuesday, and you got Gras on the Monday, you know, and it's cool. But Mardi Gras is great. There's floats. There's so many different crews, and you just get a lot of beads and a lot of trinkets and shit that just becomes trash. Or your child plays with it for, like, three days, and then it becomes trash. Or you know people that ride on Mardi Gras floats, and you give them all of the trash, So that they can use it to become treasure once again next year. That's how my whole life has been anyway. I uh, used to ride in Mardi Gras floats. My mother still rides in Mardi Gras. Shout out to my mom. She's the real one, the goat. She's not in heaven. She's still here. I just did that. Uh, I was a big Sammy Sosa fan. But where are you going with this, Chase? What does this have to do with motorsports? NASCAR is going to be in a parade. That's right, NASCAR has officially announced that they will participate in the 2023 Rose Parade? Didn't even know a Rose Parade existed. Not a big Rose Bowl guy. I watched like one show, uh, a documentary about the Rose Bowl with that one quarterback from USC that went on, I think, to play maybe for the Cardinals, and then he just shit the bed. Nothing really happened. So uh, don't really know much about Rose Bowls and shit like that uh coliseum's cool though uh but yeah there's an article out on nascar and it shows off the float the float looks fucking wicked it's kind of like this virtual skateboard shoe um, but it's got like a dale earnhardt car it's got like a, a richard petty jeff gordon and it's got just that badass 75th anniversary nascar logo i cannot wait to get some drip with that logo on it, it's just fire looking. It's like back in the day when uh, NFL had the, the diamond uh, logo. So uh, I'm ready to see that on some uh, some fire suits, some cars, uh, a starter jacket. That would be great. Keep keep that one in mind, NASCAR. But, uh, but with this float, the one thing that really threw me off was uh was what these floats are made out of so you know in in any type of parade you have all these different themes right well apparently the deal here is that uh you have these decorated natural element floats like and when i say natural elements i'm going to read this from the computer here uh florals seeds fresh leaves nuts spices and other herbage each float requires tens of thousands of floral and non-floral materials to decorate fully. So that's a really fucking expensive thing to do. And it begs the question. At some point in time, somebody over this parade had to ask, what do we do if we get attacked by natural wildlife? This is a concern. This is something that everyone should really be thinking about. What happens If on this day, squirrels decide that they've had enough of these fucking floats going around all this food and herbage and they just get really fucking hungry and they're like, you know what? I'm sick of it. I've had enough. We're going to go eat these fucking floats. We're going to attack them. We're going to eat them. Somebody has had to think about that. All right? I know you're in California. I know that it's an urban jungle, whatever. It's still a jungle. I'm just saying, think about it. I think it's important, but Float looks great. Watch out for squirrels. Uh, The next story, the big one, I have it written up here as well. Ricky Stenhouse has a new crew chief, and I think you're going to love hearing who this crew chief is because it's Mike Kelly, and if you don't know who Mike Kelly is, Mike Kelly is a guy that was with Ricky Stenhouse for a long time. Man was his crew chief, I think, for over 12 years. And I'm going to read over some notes to make sure that I don't fuck this up. Because I am genuinely fucking excited. There's no jokes. There's no funny shit to say here. RSJ is in the fucking house, okay? So, when you look at this guy, he's got great tenure. He worked with Stenhouse for 12 years. Uh, He was with him for both of his, I guess, Bush uh, championships. Bush series, Xfinity series whatever you want to call it, he was with them for those championships, and he was also with them in the 2017 season when Ricky Stenhouse finished 13th and won two races. That's very good fucking news. So obviously these guys have chemistry, and that's what we love to hear. That's what I want to hear, and that's what makes me excited. Uh, So I did see that uh, the current man in the box, as Allison Chains would say, uh, Ola, I believe it is, uh, let's see, Brian, I, I think is his name. He's going back to, uh, going back to, or not back to, but going to Kyle Busch Motorsports. So, uh, feel kind of shitty for not being able to say that, but you know what? I'm just going to be real with you. Uh, uh, Brian Patty. There we go. I'm reading it now. Brian Patty. Do I really feel bad that I didn't remember his name? No. Should I? Probably. Um, but I'm just genuinely, when I saw this news uh, immediately, like, it feels like Ricky usually has like the first news out. Like, you know, we'll see like, you know, he had the spotter change last year and then now he's got this, this is the biggest one. This is pivotal. JTG is really focusing on winning. They need to, right? And I feel like they're taking the steps necessary over some of the other single car teams that are in the field. So Love what I'm seeing there from JTG. Couldn't be happier for my boy, Ricky Stenhouse. Also recently married. Shout out to that man right there. Had some beautiful pictures, uh, him and his wife. People Magazine covered the wedding, I believe. So they had a lot of really cool stuff. So it's just always good to see the boys being happy, having good things happen to them. We deserve good things. Shout out to the man himself, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Welcome to the team, Mr. Mike Kelly. Appreciate you. Welcome back to the jam. Come on and slam and welcome to the jam. The next story is a little crazier. And this one right here is a little more up my alley. Kind of fun. Kind of funny shit. I'll be straight with you. We're going to dive into politics a little bit here. How the fuck is this going to work? How do you dive into politics, Chase? How does this happen? Well, Hermie Sadler has decided he's going to run for state senate The 17th district in Virginia, it's a brand new district. So man's probably going to run unopposed. I don't know what's going to happen. He's going to have to run against somebody. But it's just like, man, what the fuck made Hermie Sadler want to run for political office? I looked at the guy, hadn't seen him in a long time. I remember hearing his name. We all know Elliot Sadler. We know his brother. Old Hermie couldn't figure shit out. But I wanted to dive a little deeper. I felt like there was a little more to this story than met the eye, and I stumbled upon an article that was written back in May of 2022 about Senator Bill Stanley uh, citing law letting lawmakers postpone proceedings. Okay, uh, The headline reads, Virginia Senator involved in skill game suit invokes special session to delay hearing. And I'm like, skill game? What are we talking about? They playing like poker, DFS? When I hear skill game, I think about DFS, prop game, stuff like that. Well, then all of a sudden I see the name. Here we go. Hermie Sadler. Stanley is suing the state on behalf of former NASCAR driver Hermie Sadler, who owns several Virginia establishments, including the Sadler Travel Plaza in Emporia, that offer the legally disputed skill machines, Sadler Brothers Oil Company, the plaintiff in the suit, is also one of Stanley's campaign donors. There's some sketchy shit going on with the Saddlers and with politics. So I was just like, I've got to do more research on this skill game thing. Because if you're talking about a gas station slot machine, I play video poker all the fucking time when I'm waiting on my, my fucking, uh, you know, my, my chicken tenders from the gas station. Or if I'm wanting some boudin. You know, you can go hop in a little room and play some video poker. You can turn, like, $20 into, like, $200 or $100. That's more realistic pretty quickly. So, it, it just really seems to me that uh, there's some money in these skill game things. And there's these loophole laws that are made. But this this is not good for Hermie, right? Hermie's like, I'm making a lot of cash right now, you know, on these skill games. And we all know Hermie never really had a lot of skill so you can't take the only skill away from him that he's got so you know he had to run for senator and here he goes state senate he's running he's gonna make sure they don't take those skill games away because he doesn't have to be a casino yet kind of can operate like one and i'm gonna let you watch this video right here uh this is in pennsylvania actually of a of a man that uh runs one of these shops inside of a mall uh, he also has on a Dale Earnhardt hat, so I figured it was pretty fitting. Check this out: five, four, three, two, one. You're a sketchball, Hermie Sadler. Even the man right here, even the man knew himself. He knew that once casinos come in, the wave is done. It's over with. Ride it as long as you can. Hey, I'm just gonna run for senate. We're going to ride it forever. Fuck casinos. Man's going to get shot, probably. I'm not threatening him. I'm just saying. We've all heard the rumors. Mobs run casinos. I'm just saying. Be careful, Hermie Sadler. And good luck to you in the polls. Uh, So, yeah, pretty wild little story there. Connected some dots that may or may not be true. So, take what I said with a grain of salt. This isn't QAnon. That shit's fucking dead. Don't listen to that shit uh so anyway let's go on uh more cities want nascar races now after chicago according to the vp of nascar and of course i gotta go to chicago street course i want to go to chicago i just want to reenact bill sworsky Superfans with nascar that's probably what i'm gonna do i mean this mustache i mean it just gets beautifuler and beautifuler by the day and it's so beautifuler that beautifuler isn't even a word But you didn't even realize that because you were staring at my fucking mustache. That is power. So uh, I wanted to go ahead and write down a couple of cities that I thought would probably be pretty cool for a street course. So let's go ahead and start with New York. Why New York? It's the mecca of cities. But of course, there's got to be a con to every pro. If you go to the mecca of cities there's a lot of people who are going to tune into that everyone loves new york it's no surprise except new yorkers new yorkers fucking hate new york um but the con to this race being in new york is you'll probably have a lot of people complain that they don't want any additional traffic to the traffic that they already have because people in new york would not give a fuck that there was a fucking live action race happening on the street they're still going to cross the street they're not going to press the button they're not going to wait for the red light. They got the right-of-way, pal. You're fucked. They, like, I, it, it could get real nasty real quick, and then everybody will just put all the blame on the drivers, even though they're in like a sanctioned race. So that's New York, though. Shout out to it. Uh, the next one, no surprise. New Orleans. Home City. Rep my city. New Orleans, baby. It'd be dope as hell to see them cars ripping through the French Quarter. Okay, There'd have to be some infrastructure changes for sure. Maybe Poydras, maybe like they did back in you know, in the 90s with IMSA, that could work too. But the pro to this is Mardi Gras season, right? Get a street course in early in the year, around like Daytona, maybe before you head out to the West Coast. Maybe you decide, we're not going to do Auto Club, we're going to do a street course, and then we're going to go Vegas-Phoenix. You don't know. The, the, The con to this, though, realistically, the con to this is drunk people. They don't give a fuck, just like people in New York crossing the street. Except these people are actually intoxicated. It would be pretty rough. And that's like every fucking corner in New Orleans. So there would be some motherfuckers trying to do some pretty dumb shit because they were drunk. And probably throw themselves in front of a moving vehicle. So maybe not such a good idea after all. Another city is Houston. Why? Goodbye, Texas Motor Speedway. No more ovals in Texas. All road, Texas road. Full on Texas road. The con code is kind of dope. I don't really know if we need any other road in Texas. It's like the road in Texas. The coolest fucking road, to be honest. I love that road. It's a great road. Last one, Seattle. Why Seattle? Well, I love Nirvana. That's some good music. <coughs> they got a Space Needle. That's cool. Where the fuck else do they got just this random building called a Space Needle? Nowhere. It's Seattle. It's also real gloomy up there. If you remember the movie Twilight, they had like vampires and shit. Maybe they can make them do loop-de-loops around the fucking sparkly Robert Pattinson. Who knows? Hey, you'd probably get a big influx of teenage girl viewership. That'd be good for NASCAR. A lot of dudes. Get some more girls watching NASCAR. But... Uh, the ultimate con to this is there are a lot of activists in that area of the world. A lot of people that they don't like uh, unenvironmentally friendly vehicles. There's gasoline, you know, smoke. They they want Teslas. If you if we had Teslas, that'd be okay. So you would probably run the risk of of somebody pouring coffee in all of the gas tanks and or heroin because that's a that's a pretty pretty powerful potent thing right by the coffee bean there in seattle it's heroin so you know hopefully no one will put heroin in a gas tank i don't really know what it would do but i could see some motherfucker from seattle doing it so that was just some suggestions i had thought they were pretty cool but i'll digress and let's go ahead and get ready to transition into bwb bets bwb bets Please help me come up with a name for the betting segment on this show. That sounded stupid. Um, the Sao Paulo GP practice and qualifying for Formula One is over. It's in the books. Shout out to Haas. All right? Not Haas. Not Stuart Haas. Haas. Gene Haas turned 70 years old on Saturday, November the 12th. And on Friday, the man himself that drives Kevin Magnuson, that's not an American name. There's no American drivers in F1. I think that they have a problem with us. Um, but that's okay. We still watch their race over there. Everybody else participating in the world will still watch you race. Maybe one day we'll have an American in F1. Uh, Kevin Magnuson, though, got his first poll for the sprint race on Saturday. And not only his first poll, but Haas's first poll. That's a beautiful thing. That is a team that is America right there that's an American team Haas Gene Haas that's America and even though the driver's not from America that's okay because Kevin drove it and he sent it for America now granted it was raining uh in in Sao Paulo if I'm saying that correctly Brazil GP it was raining there he ran a time of one minute 11 seconds of course Verstappen's right behind him tailing he's the you know the one to beat every week right he's already won a championship what the fuck is it with this guy? I used to love Max. I still I don't mind Max. Just a little more of a Charles Leclerc guy nowadays. Old Leclerc. Like that Charles Leclerc. Char-Claire Leclerc. Char. Love him. Great guy. Um, but Carlos Sainz actually got the edge on Leclerc. I'm pretty sure that Leclerc has given up all hope. Uh, he doesn't care. It seems like he just doesn't give a fuck about this deal with him and Sergio Perez about second place, he just seems really checked out, I don't blame him, after the, uh, the Japan GP, that shit was rough, man, I had money on him, thought we would get it done, didn't happen, I still ride for my dog, all right, I still ride for my real one, Charles Claire Charles Claire love you, dude, big George Sky. Charles Claire um, but that was just a little bit of an update that I have thus far into the weekend for Formula One racing in Brazil. And so now let's talk bets. Let's talk race vestments. Dun, 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 dun. Help. Give me a name for this segment. Uh, the first bet that I am going to lock in, now I did put in the Discord, which is free for all of the Garage Fam to see earlier today. Things changed uh some stuff happened with the previous version of the report so here's this version uh but i've changed the bet because it's important to know when something is probably not gonna fucking happen and you've wasted your money so rip to anybody that did bet bought us plus 900 uh for a top six he may still get it done the money's still locked in who knows The odds are probably going to be way higher now because he's starting like 18th. He fucked up. Uh, But I'm going with Verstappen versus the field on Caesar's Sportsbook. Let's go ahead and throw these on right quick. For Caesar's, shout out to Caesar's. I am Garage Guy Caesar, and I'm telling you right now that you should put your money on the field versus Max Verstappen. The field is plus 170. On Cesar's book, And if Garage Guy Caesar is telling you to bet this, think about it. It's one guy versus everyone else. And you're getting everyone else at plus odds. I don't give a fuck. It's a no-brainer. I don't care if you want to be a fucking know-it-all, fucking twit-looking motherfucker. I don't know how else to explain it or express it. If it's plus odds and the field is a dog, I'm going to ride the fucking dog. You understand? Try dog Parlay season, it's the fucking season of the dogs. I'm so used to betting fucking plus bets that I can't bet a minus bet. It's fucking hard. The only way I'm going to bet a minus bet is if it's in a parlay so it makes it a total plus bet. I ain't trying to fucking nickel and dime motherfuckers on a sports book. I want big money, and I want it now. So plus 170, that's plus odds. That's I bet this much, and then it's probably going to be more. So I'm not trying to get a little bit less and get my fucking unit back or half unit or whatever I'm putting down on it. Moral of the story, F1 bet this week, the field versus Max Verstappen. Take the field, plus 170, lock it in. And then my other bet, I'm not Garage Guy Caesar anymore. I'm just Now I'm just Garage Guy on the report. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, Chase Elliott. Plus 250 for a top three Nitro Rally Cross. That's right. He is jumping dirt piles in uh like Subarus and shit. So Travis Pastrana races there. That's cool. Um, I don't really know much about it. I haven't ever really watched one. Probably gonna dabble in that some. But the Saturday, I want to say it's uh the groups group E or something like that for six. Just look for Saturday. Nitro crawl. and this is just a vibe bet, by the way. I'm not telling you this is a mortal lock or anything. This is a vibe bet. We're going to put good vibes out there for Bill's Boy, plus 250 for the top three. Austin Cendric is also in this race, but who gives a shit? Um, yeah, I don't. So, Chase Elliott, yeah, plus 250, top three. Go get it done, big dog. I believe in you. I saw you jumping. He's also an airline ply- it, uh, ply- it. pilot. Chase Elliott is an airline pilot okay he knows how to jump these things he knows he's no stranger to the air all right no stranger to the air he's gonna be in the air all right nitro rally circus travis pastrana it's like jackass but real racing do it all right i'm gonna watch it with you but yeah plus 250 that's that's what i'm rolling with so that was the bwb uh bwb bets um uh Gold Pack Bets, Winston Bets, Garage Guys, Caesars, Half, Not Garage Guys, Caesars. Help me fucking name this segment. I'm asking you, Gold Pack, Garage Fam. I need to know. But uh, no trouble naming this next segment. We're going to go ahead and sign off on the report and uh, go into our brand new segment, Bankrupt Burnouts with Dale Tanhart. Dale has been super fucking excited to unveil this. This has been kind of a passion project of his that he's been working on for a while. So we're going to have this all throughout the offseason, maybe even more if you guys love it. Let me know in the comments what you think about it. It's going to bring back some bad memories. uh, But that's why it's called Bankrupt Burnouts. It's just going to talk about some of the most devastating losses in NASCAR and motorsports betting uh, from the previous years or from this previous season. uh, Like this one coming up. So enjoy it. Thank you for joining me on the Garage Guy Report Tour, 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 Tort, Report.